0: and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they want to build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome and thank you so much to Emily Laughlin from Viva Support for joining us today to talk about Shine On You Crazy Daisy and her brilliant chapter in this book about running the gauntlet which I love the title of Emily. Emily thank you for being here please tell us about your business. So
1: my business is Viva Support and um, I am a remote HR assistant supporting mainly freelance HR consultants, um, doing their admin
0: and various bits within their business to help them save time. Amazing. And what a great niche as well. I love that you've niched down to these things. One of the things that you talked about right at the beginning of your chapter is the fact that opportunity and inspiration collided. How did that happen? So um,
1: I absolutely loved the job that I was in. Um, It gave me like a really broad range of things to be able to do in in the job. Um, But I was coming back from maternity leave and I had two children that I was taking with me because I worked in a nursery and my boss at the time wouldn't give me um, or couldn't give me a parking space on site. So it meant that I had to drive then get the park and ride um, with two children. Um, And it just wasn't really feasible. Um, So I decided that instead of just kind of giving up and thinking, well, what am I going to do now? I went out to try and look for a job in HR because that's what I was qualified in. That's what I wanted to do. And there wasn't really any roles that were the right hours, the right money, the right location. So I decided to make my own job.
0: And that's where Viva Support was born. (laughs) I just love that opportunity and inspiration colliding. Um, what, how did you go from that to getting your first clients? One of the things that you said is that when you got that first client, that it gave you a million pounds in confidence. And I think all of us that have our own businesses understand what that means. But it is such a powerful thing to say. How did you get those first clients? Yeah, I think within the first sort of few weeks of starting your business,
1: I think you know that you're not going to get clients straight away, but the other part of you hopes that, you know, day one, someone will just land on your doorstep and be begging for your services. Um, and it it took, I think, about four weeks of me consistently being on my phone in various Facebook groups. Um, and someone just popped up and asked, can someone create an organizational chart? Um, and I just thought, I can do that. Um, and kind of was a bit scared to take it on because it was like the first job um and I think it was worth like 50 quid it wasn't it wasn't you know a huge amount of money but it was it was the job mm. um and I'd been putting off like getting my contracts and my insurance and stuff in place because I obviously didn't want to potentially wait three months mm. waste three months of insurance or whatever um so that opportunity to take on that client meant that I had to, t- to take the next step to getting contracts and insurance and like securing all of those parts of the business, which felt like a huge step um, because it meant, you know, everything was getting a bit more real. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think although that job was only worth 50 pounds and it was just a one-off job. Um, yeah, it was worth a million pounds in confidence because someone was paying me to do what I had set up a whole business to do. Um, and it just meant, well, actually, if one person's paid me to do this, then why wouldn't someone else? And, you know, it just it just kind of gave me that stepping stone to be able to say to myself, mm. yeah, you can do it.
0: Um, so, yeah. That's amazing. And I think with the timing of you starting all of this up and and with the timing of the book as well and this coming out is that we've all been affected with COVID over the last 18 months or more than that now. Um, how has COVID affected your business?
1: Yeah, um, it's quite difficult to say whether COVID has had a direct influence on the actual business itself because I only started my business six weeks before we got put into lockdown so I don't really have much of a comparison. Um, I think in terms of actual business it probably helped because everything went remote obviously you know my business is around being remote um, and also with things like the furlough scheme coming in um, HR was just put at the forefront of, of everyone's mind and everyone then needed support they realized the importance of HR in a business So, it meant that all the HR consultants were really busy, which meant that they all needed support. So, I think from that point of view, it really, it probably really helped. Um, But obviously, from a personal side, um, it was very difficult. Um, And there was a period of time where no one was spending any money, probably the first sort of three months where everyone was a bit not sure of what was going on. Um, I have two small children that at the time were one and three um just at home with me full time which I never signed up for um, and yeah trying to keep the business going because it had only been going for six weeks um, I think it gave me something to focus on though something to keep going which did really help but obviously at the same time you know it was very difficult trying to entertain two children and then in between nap times and stuff sort of rushing to do emails and things um, but when the kids went back to childcare, I think it was the 1st of June, um, it was almost like the the universe knew that before that I didn't really have that much time to be spending on the business because from the 1st of June, that's when I got really busy. Mm. Um, and that's kind of when things took off and when I suddenly had childcare again. So, yeah, I feel like, and I, and I never really thought that way before um, I had a business, i um, a bit woo-woo or whatever you like to call it. But, um, yeah, I do think that the universe kind of knew that it didn't have the time before. So um, come June, yeah, it went a bit crazy and then kind
0: of carried on. So do you think that your business has grown over this pandemic time?
1: Oh, definitely, yeah,
0: without a doubt. And I think that
1: that is to do with the fact that people are more open to remote workers. Um, People don't necessarily want um, an employee um, so having someone like myself who's a virtual assistant who you know self-employed and you can kind of up and up the hours and, and reduce them whenever there's just so much more flexibility and I think people like that because there's been such uncertain times people didn't want to employ new people into their business so it was great to be able to have the support of someone without um you know having the commitment of an employee mm. um, so, yeah,
0: I think it's really helped. It, it has been the weirdest time, obviously, for everybody, but to watch what your business has done and to be able to to talk about these things and celebrate them, because that's what a lot of businesses have felt like they can't do. Because, yeah. Um, people have obviously lost their businesses. There's been a lot of suffering. But I'm actually really proud of what you've achieved and I'm watching what you've the way that you've been able to support and help other people through this, because there's been so many HR questions that have gone about of people really not knowing the where to go and where you've been able to help or direct them or or indirectly help HR departments has been a godsend. I have no doubt to so many people. And it's it's amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously been lovely to be able to help people as well and it's you know it's very rewarding and that's why I love HR as well because you know you're helping other people to get what you know they're entitled to and you're helping educate employers to to know how they should and shouldn't be and and things like well-being and and all of that has come to the forefront of everyone's mind and I think trying to instill that into businesses as well and um everyone's just become a lot more receptive to new ideas which is great so helping to sort of implement these new ideas with alongside consultants is
0: brilliant so what's one lesson that you would want every entrepreneur to know that you've learned consistency Mm -hmm.
1: um even when it's tough and you feel like giving up Um, so like during the lockdown, the first lockdown, obviously with the kids at home, um, and things did slow down for the three, the sort of first three months because people weren't spending any money, and I just kept going. And looking back, I think I don't know why I kept going because literally I was, you know, there was times when I was literally just hitting a brick wall every single day, thinking, you know, why? Um, but then June came, the kids went back, and that consistency massively paid off. And that's like, and by consistency, I mean like showing up every yeah. day um, on social media, um, even when you don't really feel like it. Um, LinkedIn has been literally um, priceless in my business. I couldn't have grown my business um, to how it is today without LinkedIn. Um, and just sort of attending all the free webinars and stuff when I could, um, you know, even if I didn't really know what they were about, (laughs) I just
0: kind of went along and tried to learn and absorb everything. And um, yeah. Right. It is absolutely, it's one of the biggest lessons that we will forget (laughs) is showing up consistently because it is, and especially like you were saying, I know that um, Gillian Jones-Williams talks about this as well, when she lost her business at the beginning of COVID is that feeling of turning up, and showing up and being available to your potential clients and your existing clients because then when they need you they remember you and it's so important to do that so well done you for doing that what's your favorite business book uh so um
1: last year probably within one of the lockdowns I think it was I listened to a book called Life's Golden Ticket. I can't remember who the author is now, but Brendan um, That's the one. Um, it's not a business book per se, but it's um very relatable and it's just got a lot of hidden messages um, and things in it. It's just it's a great book. Um,
0: and I'd really recommend it to anyone. Fantastic. It's one of my favorites as well because as you say it's a fictional story, but you yeah. can take each of those lessons and apply it to your business and to your life um yeah it's it's fascinating to read it from both sides as well good recommendation good one (laughs) Emily thank you so much for being involved in the book thank you for doing the podcast um and we can't wait to get this out to people far and wide thank you love thank you very much thank you for listening if you like what you've heard please leave a review and come back for more inspiration And if you're ready for more motivation, please go to my website and buy the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world. But wait, there's more. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership for just 27 pounds per month. We will give you the knowledge that you need in a workshop and the support and encouragement to implement for the growth of your business. More details are available on my website www.thedaisychaingroup.com